All right. Follow-up episode with Baby Orchata, man. How you doing, brother? I'm doing amazing, bro. Thank you for having me back. Ah, oh, man. It's gl I'm glad you're back, man. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. So what's been up with you? Man, everything, bro. It's just, uh, I've been very fortunate. Um, got a lot more shows. Got just, you know, I'm a DJ now, too. And I'm an ordained minister, so wedding season's <laughs> about to come up. So, you know, so there's a lot of blessings coming along, bro. I'm about to bless people and... Or I don't know, ruin their lives however you want to see it. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be a very very exciting summer. Um, you went, you did my games, and I was at attendance. I, I loved every second of it. I went into the production, wanted to take pictures, wanting yeah. to record it, but I was so captivated and so invested into it that all I could do is just look Watch, and, yes. and, and just stare. That's awesome. Um, so how was that for you? How was that experience? Because that was your first time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Maurice Prophet, man. I, wish, I feel like I shout him out on every show because that's just, that, that's the man. Yeah, Thanos. The planet, you know what I'm saying? Thanos, bro. And uh, yeah, no, he, he made it so easy for me. Like I felt like I could transition to film, to theater. And obviously it's a whole different monster, it's a different preparation and, mm -hmm. you know, a lot more nervous since I'm not going to lie since it was my first time and, you know, I just, I was really happy with how it came out and all the compliments that I got afterwards and just how everybody just was looking forward to Baby Orchata but in a performance way, yeah. and, you know, it, it was exciting so yeah, it, it just, you know, it definitely expanded my repertoire and everything I do, Yeah. but it also made me a better person and just, you know, all around. You know? So how, what's the preparation work going into theater? Because it's much yeah. more different approach than acting. Yeah, so, so how my, boy, that? my boy uh, John Robinson, one of the actors in there, how he did it, one day he just randomly sent me a paragraph and, you know, he said uh, his character, you know, graduated from Simeon and you know, I grew up without a father. I was like, bro, how do you know oh, all this Oh, that was stuff? a deep dive. Yeah, so he was okay. like, he was, how did you know all this? He was like, I made it on my own. I made it my own character. No shit. Yeah, so I was like, oh my God, that's lit. He went on. He was like, he was a single mom. Like, yeah. you know, he grew up with a single mom, grew up in a, like a bad neighborhood. You know, he made it like literally his own character. Yeah. You know, stuff that we didn't know about, but he made it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. So I took that. I was like, took that in. All right, okay, cool. So I, th I looked at it. Uh, Rocky Escobar was was a, the son of illegal immigrants and you know he didn't have much guidance because their parents were both working three four jobs at a time trying to make ends meet and he wasn't a horrible person he was just there he was caught up in the wrong place at the wrong time he was embezzling money and you know he was a drug dealer but he wasn't a violent person you know what I mean yeah, yeah. That's why I was the comedic relief. I wasn't rough or anything. I mean, I got my ass beat in that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you got your ass beat in the play, but <laughs> it ended up translating into real life. Yeah. You fucking got hit. Hard. I got hit, yeah, three times. But <laughs> shout out to Alex Storm. That's my homie. He definitely, uh, he felt horrible. I mean, I think he felt horrible, but like, he definitely gave me a lot of hugs after. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. But maybe he just like was enjoying it. I don't know. But uh, shout out to Artemio, too. He gave me a good hit in the back. <laughs> yeah, shout out Art, man. Uh, uh, he was really, he was really aggressive. I, yeah, he was really aggressive. Not a sucker. Yeah, yeah right. man. <laughs> My wife got in the car. We we're driving home. She was like, "Does he really talk like that?" I'm like, "Yeah, he, yeah, he talks. He talks like that." Twang is like, yeah, he, he literally, like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's our Timmy, bro. <laughs> That's my so boy, what um, what takeaway could you take away from theater that you could apply into your acting world? Oh man, the preparation. The preparation. Actually, I care about this more than any film that I was ever a part of. I'm not gonna lie. What what made it so different for you that you cared more? Because it's one take. Film, yeah. I can fuck up 20 times. Uh, they better have film ready. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, all right, you know, take 40. No, this one. 
one and done. You you literally, you know, I like pressure, but damn, this was this is a whole new type of pressure. Oh my god. And so yeah, so I just thinking about it like, bro, you have one chance and like you know, they ain't like, hey, can we just throw it back real quick? No. Did no. you keep reminding yourself that as you were performing? Cause no, you, you because you did a phenomenal job. Thank man. you, thank you. Yeah. No, I didn't. You I did. just flowed with it. And if I, luckily I had such a good team. I mean, I had an all-star of James Gordon on my side. I had John right James, there. It, they understood if any of us messed up, they would pick it up with improv. Yeah, that's great. So, so you were assigned comic relief, right? And the entire undertone of the project yeah. was really fucking serious. Yeah. Did you feel, you say you perform well under pressure, you like pressure. Did you feel any pressure with that? Yeah, because I wanted to be serious too. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, for a long time I was just typecasting. Uh -huh. I was always a bad guy. I was always a thug. So I was like, man, that'd be dope if I could be, you know, a knight. You gotta push that hand thing down. Okay. Okay. And, uh... Yeah, and uh, I was just excited to be, you know, like a comic relief, you know what I'm saying? I created, I already created my comedy avenue, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I wanted to be dramatic now. I wanted to be in the middle, like this guy has a story, da da da, the baby mama is just cheating on him or something like that. Yeah. Like I told Maurice I want that. He was like, I want you to be the comic relief though. I was like, ah, oh, dude, I wanted something like serious, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, I mean, it ended up working out, bro, because it just, I love uh, the, the reaction I got. Every time I said something, I heard everybody. You had a good pop. Yeah. You had a good pop. So, yeah. And it wasn't just like stand-up, bro. I, I had to like thrust my hips or something like that. And I just had to talk shit, you know? Yeah. So. So, what's next for you in the theater? Did you enjoy it a lot? Oh, my God. Man, like I said, Maurice just knows how to. Maurice knows how to get me stuff in, in, like interested in stuff that I never thought I'd be interested in. Uh-huh. Man, he uh, definitely opened up this avenue because I'm looking forward to doing another one soon. And. You know, uh, he has another one called Noche de Lupita, and hopefully I get a spot on it. Um, but, I mean, I'm looking forward to that, too, if I get into that. But if not, I mean, that just opens up, like, comedy theater, you know, stage theater, you know what I'm saying? Stage yeah. improv, comedy improv. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that'd be cool to do, too, but we'll see where it goes. I could see you, um, you know, John Leguizamo? Yeah. How he incorporates with, like, real-life stories yeah. and one-man shows fucking kills it. Yeah. I can see you doing that, man. I can really do. I, I, I see you doing that. I, I, Probably. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> so how's uh, stand-up now, man? Man, stand-up's just, now it's booming more because, I mean, now there's just there's more public going out, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's yeah. more in the mood to be out, you know what I'm saying? And people are looking more forward to go to events. Yeah, during the winter, I mean, everything's inside, so that's why people are good attendance. But now, there's, like, excitement because they go outside, it feels good, and everybody can dress nice, comfortable, they don't got to wear 30 jackets, you know? So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this season. Hopefully this coronavirus kills over, so... We can get back to work because a lot of these like places are shutting down for the you know next couple of weeks, and I have three shows this week alone. So if those get shut down, then well now it's, now we gotta look forward to April, I guess. <laughs> when you told me you had three shows, I'm like, bro, this is the fucking pinnacle yeah. of the whole Corona shit. Yeah. Like, no word of it being canceled or anything. Not yet, but I'm sure I'll get an email tomorrow saying <laughs> I gotta reschedule. But there ain't no rescheduling. <laughs> so where are these shows at? These uh, one of them is yeah. Give me one second. You good. I didn't get these spots. So on the 29th, there's one in uh, a Lulu Brewery on Laughlin, Chicago. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty dope. It's like an art show and a stand-up comedy. Uh -huh. We're gonna be showing people's art, but we're gonna be doing a comedy afterwards. Okay. So I'm probably gonna roast their art pieces. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know what I'm saying? That's just how I'm gonna go at that. Then this other joint is in um, the District Kitchen and Tap. 
Um, the, it's called the Jug Park, yeah. So it's like, I don't know, very uh, St. Patrick's themed. Okay. So I'll probably roast Irish people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, Conor McGregor and yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. I'll roast all of them, you know what I'm saying? It's like a fighting or something. I don't know. I'll get them mad <laughs> and then have them try to fight me. <laughs> and then uh, this other one's going to be at uh, this Gold Pub. Um, I think that's what it's called. Uh, the uh, Oh, the Celtic Crown Public House. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Throughout this week, so uh, you know, what I'm so, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. If not, well, I guess I'll have a free weekend for once and just hang out. You can start working on more material because um, since the last time we spoke, you said you doubled yeah. your time. I think last time was like seven minutes, yeah. and now it's you said 20, 20 minutes ain't nothing solid. for you, man. That's solid as hell. So, a lot of that is improvision, or how does, yeah, that, yeah, how yeah. does that work oh, for you? Man, you play with the crowd. Whatever's working is working. I mean, the last, I mean, All Star Weekend, I had a show, and the the prior comedian talked about how she don't fuck guys that are on are not circumcised. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I took offense because I'm not circumcised. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I was like, all right, bet. I I won't have sexual I won't have sexual girls that have wigs on. And I did my own little like seven minute bit on why girls what? with wigs are horrible. And I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd be fucking a doggy style. Did you make it known like, you you offended my foreskin? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey. Like to the comedian before me that, that says she's not having she don't have sex with God with, with circumcision. I'm sorry, baby girl, but we ain't gonna be linking afterwards because I haven't clipped shit since I was born. You know, and everybody started dying. I'm like, you know what? I don't fuck with girls with wigs. And it's all like everybody started dying. Oh like, my god. Yeah, I don't fuck with girls you be fucking them. I'm freaky as hell. I'll be fucking them. I'm trying to pull hair and if I that shit fucking if I boom fucking comes off, I'm just slapping you with it and choking with you. You know, fucking fuck around, play jump rope too. Like, Slap you in the face of my force, yeah. bitch. <laughs> So, nah, it, it's like, I always try to go last so I can, like, poke on other comedians, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So you listen with intent, like, yeah. all right, I'm going to take that. Or I'm going to take, like, a battle rapper, yeah, you know how battle yeah, rappers yeah. do? Uh-huh. Like, they listen to your whole round, yeah. and then they start rebuttaling your yeah, shit, yeah. taking you some of your lines mm-hmm. and flipping them, so that's what you do? Yep, pretty much, bro. I mean, you got to use it to your advantage. A lot of the comedians, they're just, they're drinking, they're not listening to, I'm different, bro, I'm like, you're paying attention. I'm watching you, because if you can make me laugh, too, I think about you, too, like, Okay, cool. Like if I have a comedy showcase somewhere, I'm thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You gotta take it. You gotta use every all those. Just you know, what I'm saying for future references. Cause, you know what I'm saying? Any shows that you're on, if they actually you know any comedians, yeah, I can put other people on. You know, it's all yeah. about putting people on collaboration as well. So, so acting right. And I remember you telling me your agenda where in springtime you start going into you know, acting mode yeah. with all the schools yeah. or, or motivational speaking. Um, what's next for you for acting? So acting. Um, this is, I, I was talking about this um, earlier today too, is um, to always be genuine and always be a good person to people. Always work hard when they're on their set and always be on time and always you know make sure everything's good. Um, so I ain't gonna lie, I got four films already lined up, two of them are SAG, and I didn't audition. Really? They were all from word of mouth or from prior work and yeah, so that's why I tell people be genuine because they'll remember that. No you know, all shit. The, hey man, I got a role for you that literally fits you. All right, cool. You need an audition tape? No, you good. You know. No sh- so yeah. are you a SAG holder? You're SAG eligible. I'm SAG eligible now. Okay. And and once these two SAG films go through, I gotta be must pay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, whoever got three G's ready, I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. <laughs> so with this whole Corona virus shit popping off, right? Everybody's running around taking all the toilet paper, getting all the food ready. What is on Baby Orchata's must-haves? Uh, what must are your non-negotiables? Oh, condoms. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> and condoms, bro, because if I run out, I'm going to fuck around and use a glad bag, bro. I ain't going to lie. 
You know what I'm saying? We gotta be safe, bro. I ain't gonna have, I ain't gonna get a zombie pregnant. You feel me? Like we, we, we all good over here. Um, but no, nah, in all seriousness, uh, a bottle of wine um, and uh, shit, some good hand soap because everybody's going for the hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Everybody left them around, the fuck around with the no soap. Everybody. And toothpaste. You see yeah. the toothpaste yeah. aisle? That shit's untouched, yeah. man. Yeah, all that. And then you know what's even crazier? The immune boosters. The immune boosters. Soap. All the vitamin C pills, <laughs> all the vitamins, full, full, untouched. Hey, I saw something a few days ago where they're starting to price gouge the, the flu medicine. It's like oh 40, 50 God. bucks a pop, man. Not going to lie, though, bro. I did get a thing of Lysol wipes and you did? But dude, the Lysol wipes, bro, they used to sell three of them for like $7. Lysol bumped up to 12 and Really? Toilet paper jumped up to like 15 It was wild. Yeah, I don't use toilet paper. I use uh, fucking wipes. Yeah. Wipes. Yeah, yeah, see, you're smart. It's better. Yeah. You ever seen that movie, uh, Deadpool? Yeah. The Deadpool tool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where he's like, if you get ketchup on your beard, you wipe it down with a napkin, it's still there. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. It's the same <laughs> shit with your ass. You get a baby wipe. <laughs> I'm dead as that. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's my thing. Like, babe, like once we run, run, run out of uh, toilet paper, I'm like, babe, that's fine. Baby wipes. I got baby wipes. We got, I got kids at home. Yeah. I got two, one, or two. <laughs> oh, man. Nah, but this coronavirus ain't stopping me, man. I'm, I'm still doing me. I'm still out and about. I don't, if I get it, I get it. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yolo. meant to be. But, uh, you know, shout out to all my homies taking advantage of the cheap airplane tickets, bro. I see y'all living. Oh, oh my, my God. Are you planning everywhere. to? Huh? You planning to go? I'm probably going to get a ticket to Missouri by the end of the week. Oh, dude, they're so fucking you cheap. Oh, yeah, bro. Bro, I got a, there was one for like $97. I normally, I normally pay $300 round trip for Kansas City, Missouri. Really? Yeah. And they're ninety-seven dollars. Yeah, right now. Bucks? Oh, yeah. So I gotta scoop that. I know Las Vegas is like fifty bucks to go. Yeah, I know. So we oh. live in all summer twenty twenty, baby. <laughs> um, but nah, it's it's cool, man. I ain't, like I said, if I get it, I get it. Whatever. Um, if you were trapped, right? Let's say you had to quarantine yourself, like everybody else is gonna do, and you had your choice to be in a room with five people, celebrities right? or friends or what? Okay, these five people. They all have to have a skill that would warrant them to be there, right? Yeah. And it might be a skill that nobody even fucking knows anything. Okay. Like, let's say, my, I, need, I need my wife here because she's uh. a fucking good-ass cook. Or like, anybody, okay. any one of your homies, like, okay. who would they be and what do they do? So, they don't got to be homies though, right? It doesn't just, matter. Okay, Brie Larson, because we need to reproduct this world. Uh, we need to make sure there's more babies. Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Interracial babies in this world, so I'm going to make sure she's on deck. <laughs> Um, I got uh, I got Cannon because I need somebody to roast. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my boy Cannon. Shout out um, to shout out to Cannon. I always see him on Facebook posting uh, motivational yeah, yeah. live oh, speeches. I mean, man. yeah. I mean, that's I mean, it's like a light skin oh, yeah, with the king, yeah, man. Yeah. No, I mean, people are like, dude, I could tell you're Cannon's homie. You be, you know what I'm saying? Because out of all this joking, you know, joking shit, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty woke as well. But I mean, it's due to having a person like him around, always on my ass too. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? And, um, but yeah, so yeah, so yeah, Brie Larson, because we need uh, interracial babies. Cannon, because I need somebody to roast, and he's probably going to help me lose weight, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, <laughs> third, uh, obviously, uh, oh, man, third, that's wild. I mean, obviously, my parents are going to chill with me, so they're going to be there with me regardless. But, uh, probably, I have Luis, too, so we could document this, you know, uh-huh. like, uh, like, <laughs> Because we need to document this like Cloverfield, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to be on the podcast like, day 55. <laughs> you know? 
Ruben has produced over 600 Mexican babies with Brie Larson. She's almost dead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we got uh, us three, two more people. Um, man, who else? I don't know. Who else would you? Who would you? I'll, I'll do three. How about you? Do three. I do three. Okay. Three, 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 three. Um, I'd probably go with Enrique Guzman. Okay. Okay. He uh, served in the military and he's crazy as fuck. So if he, there's anybody that knows how to survive, it'd be his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for Shout some, for some reason, I gravitate more to bald people. Yeah. Like, hey, man, <laughs> you know what the fuck's going on. You know, you know something. Uh, I'm, that's hilarious. That's totally my friend who had bald. That's crazy. <laughs> Shots of my boy Brandon Thornhill. <laughs> um, man, I, I'm th- trying to think of somebody to, to help me reproduce and, and up the population, but if I say anybody other than my wife, she'd get pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go, oh my God, J-Lo, right? J-Lo, yeah. she's, wait, 50. Oh, that's at risk. That's high risk. I can't that's do high that. risk. She probably can't. Oh, no. She's going to have to have a midwife, and that's yeah, going to be yeah, the yeah. third person. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to do... Megan Fox. Okay, cool. Megan Fox. And who else? One person, one person. One person. I'm probably going to go Raul Colon. Raul Colon. Yeah, yeah. Raul's the dude that made the, the movie with the, the, the alcohol joint, right? The alcohol joint? Yeah, the, the one, the Alcohol Anonymous? Yeah, 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 yeah,
You know what I'm saying? People are fucking driving over people to get toilet paper. And how how far do you think this is gonna go? How far? You know what? I pray that it doesn't go further than what it is already, but I already know it's gonna go further. Like, I I know one day we're gonna wake up to a big ass message to say that there's a cure. Everybody's gonna be so calm again. The market's gonna chill the fuck out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Our stocks are gonna be normal again. You know. And another thing, stocks are super low right now, guys. So now if y'all want to invest, invest, invest. I'm gonna drop a key people don't know about, but I've been researching on Puma. Puma just signed like five artists. They signed some athletes too. They're coming out with a new line, so I know they're thinking up to something. I just seen their new shoe drop. It's a portraying the Yeezy, but in, but way cheaper, about three hundred dollars cheaper. <laughs> and I believe that Puma is up next. It's gonna be the next Adidas. Um, so it's about six dollars a stock right now. That's so, it. Yeah. That's so, it. Yeah. So oh, jump on shit. the fucking boat, drop fifty dollars, and you'll see. You know, I already know it's gonna pop off. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, I was expecting more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's only six sixty. Oh wow. shit. Um, but yeah, guys, yeah, the, the the water's warm, so <laughs> jump in and uh, get get you some money. All right, man. Well, you guys, please check out www.indiecenter.tv for all new episodes, new content loaded up there uh, frequently. Uh, if you want to connect with other artists, you can go on there, create your own account, and uh, reach out to other actors, other producers that got their uh, projects loaded. It's a great way to connect with people. Uh, make sure you hit us up on Facebook, search Indie Center Podcast, we're there. You can also search on Instagram, which I'm not on as much, but you can still search us there. Uh, Baby Orchata, how do you how do how do we get in contact with you? Baby Orchata23 on Instagram, Baby Orchata23 on Twitter, Baby Orchata on Facebook, and Me Llamo Ruben on Me Llamo Ruben23 on Snapchat. Star Power Baby. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please make sure you hit that subscribe button to stay centered on all Indie Center podcast episodes. If you are an independent creator and have a story to share and want to have a sit down, please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. That's indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. If you have sponsorship inquiries, I'd love to help local businesses. Please email me at indiecenter.podcast at gmail.com. Until next Monday, guys. Peace.